Welcome to First and Oz Financial Health. This is where we want to share our passion and our knowledge with you to enhance your financial health. Please enjoy this previously recorded material from our YouTube channel. Hey, welcome to First and Off Financial. I, uh, we're starting a kind of a new series here. We're going to do a handful of videos and I, I just want to introduce you to, to one of our clients that we've helped for a long time. And uh, I thought it'd be really neat uh, if he could share his story with you. And uh, we've been working with him for quite a while. And I just kind of wanted to share his background and uh, let you all kind of know, you know where he came from and kind of how we've, we've helped him and benefited him along the way. And I just thought it'd be neat to kind of put uh, somebody, you know, up on the screen that you can relate to uh, that, uh, you know, your story may be match or rhyme with his and just kind of get a little bit of personal connection. So uh, just as introductions, uh, Brandon, uh, but hey, thanks for coming. coming of course. Up. So, uh, so, so he came up, um, I've known Brandon 19 years now. Yep. And uh, I guess to start from the beginning, uh, where... Where did you grow up? Where, where are you from? Originally? So I'm originally from Columbus, Nebraska, yeah. um, and lived in a lot of different places, uh, but most all in the state of Nebraska. So I uh, went to school in Lincoln and then um, went to school in Omaha for med school and then practiced in a little town of Creighton, Nebraska for a while, then back to Omaha. And that's where I currently live. So you've been you've been around the state, but you've mm -hmm. never been you never left the state and came no. back or anything like that. No. So what was uh, so what was your family like? What did your so I grew up um, kind of in the rural part of, Nebraska, of uh, Columbus, went to a um, little country school, um, Columbus Lakeview, um, had mom and dad, and then one, one younger brother. So what, are your, what did your parents do? Uh, my parents are both teachers. So my mom taught kindergarten, my dad taught business in high school. Okay, did you have both of them as teachers? No, never had them, they, they taught at different schools. So oh, my really? mom taught at okay. a different I, country I school. Um, than the one I went to and my dad taught at the high school in Columbus, at Columbus High. Yeah. Okay, so you avoided that situation. I avoided that awkward situation, yes. So siblings, so your brother, how, how much younger is he? Uh, two years younger, two and years he lives younger. in Beatrice, Nebraska now. Right now. now yep. he and he was a teacher, and um, now he mostly works IT for the school system down there. So he's still in the school, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, so what did you guys like? What was growing up? What did you guys? What did you do as a family? Did you guys? Um, we did camping? a lot of travel, camping, fishing, hunting, um, kind of classic Nebraska things, um, and that's kind of how I got to know Northeast Nebraska was fishing up here at Grove Lake growing up and camping there quite a bit. So, so what was camping? Was camping tent camping? Was uh, it was all every type of camping you can think of. So we backpacked some, we tented, we did pop-up campers, we had motorhomes, we had everything you can think of when we'd cycle through those. So what, did you just like stay in the state or did you guys like go up to the mountains in Colorado or what, what was camping? Um, pretty much I've been to every state in the U.S. except for Alaska. And most of those were with them in campers. Really? So yeah, mountains. Uh, we one time pulled a pop-up camper to Halifax, Nova Scotia, and really? put it up and down every single day. Uh, <laughs> it was really fun. So you guys and an old Toyota minivan. So you're like you're yeah. like the load up. So that was that like yeah. the summer thing when your parents weren't yep. teaching. There was a lot yep. of camping going on. Yes, that's exactly yeah. So the weekends we camped all the time. My parents still do that. They winter down in Texas in their camper. And then when they come home, they still go camping every weekend. Is that why you still can't sit still? Is because your parents moved you around yes. a lot? Yes, that's probably a lot of it. Could are, be my ADD too, but yeah. Are, are either of your parents like that? Are they? My you, dad's that way. He, he yeah. can't sit still? Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. He one time said, uh, we were in Wyoming, I think, and he said, well, we're a sixth of the way to California. Let's just go. So we did. <laughs> what? <laughs> With the camper. With the camper. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so school. So like, what kind of student were you? Were you... Uh, 
Uh, I was I was a good student, and I never studied one lick really in high school or even college until I got to med school, and I had to learn how to study. You had to yes. learn how to study mm -hmm. then. What was uh, so? Did you do uh, sports or extracurricular? Yeah, so I did. Um, I played baseball all the way through. Um, I played a little bit of football, but uh, and then played basketball all the way through. Got injured. Um, actually, was tra a pretty good track athlete till I sprained my ankle bad playing basketball, and then I had to give that up. So then I played a little golf too on top of that. And I've coached all of those things all the way through as well after that after with my that. own kids. Okay, nice. Uh, so you went to college, you went to UNL? Mm-hmm, in Lincoln, yep. And we went, we were there at the same time, Same right? time, yep. We just didn't know each you other. You just were on the other campus, so. No, I wasn't. Oh, oh I you, was were, on, you were in this fraternity on the other campus. On the campus. other campus, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, everything yeah. I had, I never had a class on East Campus. Yeah. Everything was We would have probably same. never been in class together, though, just because we had such different... We probably were in the same... We probably were in chemistry building a lot maybe, together. Maybe. Not in the same class, maybe, but no. uh, same building, but otherwise yeah. probably not. Even no. those big lecture halls, you would never even recognize anybody anyway. No, you wouldn't remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what was your major? Was it biology? Biology. It was yep. biology? And, okay. and anthropology. I did um, second major in anthropology. Okay. So, And then you went to the med center? Went to the med center. So how was that process getting into med school? Was that, uh, it was pretty like? stressful. It was it's different than it is now. So because um, my son just went through this with with pharmacy school, but then it was you had to apply um, to get into to medical school, and then you found out maybe in March um, of that year you were graduating. So it was pretty stressful. So I already had other jobs lined up and things like that. Oh, so um, it was like after you didn't find out till after your senior year. So until of college, yeah, till the final, the till the spring, spring semester of my senior year, yeah. So you had to kind of have other plans ready to go, okay, in case you didn't get in. Right, and then it was relatively difficult to get in. I mean, you had to. It was only about a forty percent acceptance rate, yeah, maybe thirty percent. Yeah, so um, so it was pretty stressful. Yeah, is it um, so similar to that now, or is it a little different? It's, it might be a, actually a little easier because the number of applicants have actually gone down. Really? So okay, and there's not as many people going into that. They're often going into PA school or nursing or oh. nurse practitioner school just to kind of do it a little faster. So there's some different things that mm -hmm. wasn't available. That wasn't a thing back then. It right? was, but it was not near the volume that it is now. So okay. there's a lot more. There's a lot more schools available to do nurse practitioner and PA. So that's you see a lot more applicants going there. It's the, then their acceptance rates better too. Okay. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Uh, so medical school, UNMC, and so like what happened? You know, so you got through medical school. Yeah, did that, then three years of actually four years of medical school, but my last year I combined with a year of residency. So then I did seven total years at the med school at the med center. Um, the Middle one was a both residency and medical school combined. So Where'd you do the residency stuff. I did that at UNMC as well. Oh, but a lot UNMC. of the yeah, okay. a lot of the classes or a lot of the rotations were done rurally. So I did two months of surgery in O'Neill, for instance. Okay. So and I could do a lot of even med school rotations I could do in rural areas because that's what I want to do is practice rural medicine. So I got ended up with a rural fellowship after med or after residency. Were you in any kind of a an educate a thing where they like gave you money to go back to a rural area was that part of your mm -hmm. your, your school yeah okay so they at the time they had something called a primary care loan i don't even know what the title of it is now but it was a it was a decent loan that was forgivable for every year that you took that you got um if you practice out in a need-based area which could be omaha if you're in the inner city for instance um and they would they would um forgive that loan forgive for that amount of time which is which is Pretty beneficial to me, to be honest. So okay. So when you got out of residency, you went directly to Creighton. Then mm -hmm. was that the first stop? Yep. 
And so you went to Creighton in 2004, right? Mm -hmm. And we met in September right yep. of 04. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how we got introduced? I think you, you cold called me, to be honest. Um, Is, well, I kind of did. But maybe was, you got a referral from I, somebody? I got a referral from uh, one of the mm -hmm. doctors here in town and said, hey, okay. there's a new doctor in mm -hmm. Creighton. And new to me, I don't know what that meant. I just knew you were new. Were mm -hmm. you there a year or mm -hmm. did you just walk in yeah. the door? And so he said to call you. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I called you up. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that first meeting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was in that little house that we lived in with the two little kids. And yeah. yeah. So, you got, so, yeah. So, let's back up. So, mm -hmm. um, you were married at the time with two yep. little kids. But So, tell me about Carrie. So, you, you I met her in high school, actually. Yeah. She was from West Point and two years younger than me. So, yeah. we stayed together all through. All of that, obviously, and then had two little children, and she was a nurse, and so she practiced up at the hospital with me in Creighton. And so she paid for stuff while you were in in med no. school. No, she used her own money for her own things, and you, I just had to take she, out more loans. She didn't help you. <laughs> you know her. So you so. had, uh, but you had. Uh, so Kyler would have been born when you were in residency, right? Both Kyler and Cena were. Cena was mm -hmm. too. Okay, mm -hmm. um, because yeah, Kyler was was he two? He would have been. Met? And then Cena was. Yeah, Kyler yeah, would have been. Kyler would have been three, and Cena would have been. She would have been just born, right? No, she would have been a like just a over. You had a year and a half almost. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, maybe to fast forward a little bit for mm. people that are watching, like, why is Carrie mm. not here? Yeah. Well, Carrie, you know, uh, had cancer. Yep. And passed away here a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, about two years ago. Yeah. So, um, but I think that's part of the story. You know, I yep. think that this this kind of neat. So we'll kind of get into that, yep. but. Yeah, so we met and um, we started talking about you know how to help with investments yep. and whatever might be going on in your lives. Because I knew nothing. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. So even going through all the med school, like you didn't have a concept of. No, they don't teach you any of that stuff. Didn't help. They you just out with say that. don't get an airplane habit. That's pretty much the financial. Don't get a what? Airplane habit. That's the financial advice they give you. Oh, don't go buy an airplane and yeah. try and that'd be yeah. your hobby type yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we started helping you with, so what was your first impression of me back then? What was that like? Like this guy's really smart with, um, with finances. Of course I was coming from nowhere too. So, and of course you're always skeptical about anybody that you meet and what you should do and coming from a place where you're in a lot of debt already just from schooling, then trying to figure out how to get out of that. And, and, but yet planning for the future when you have two little kids and didn't know if we're going to have more and all those kind of things. So it was just a good place to sit down and have the conversation that, and sometimes those are tough conversations. So especially with somebody who likes to spend money that you're married to. So, um, <laughs> they never quit. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, so that was, yeah, it was, it was a hard, there were hard conversations to start with, but things like life insurance and all those kind of things were important to discuss as Cause well. you were starting like, at z like zero, zero knowledge, mm -hmm. right. And zero, like, okay, I have some school debt. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're just like, you weren't making Half a million dollars a no. year at a, in some big venture no. when we met. It's like, hey, no. we used to do this from scratch. Yeah. Right? Um, so, uh, so what challenge? You know, so what have we gone through? Like, you know, so after that, we we're like, you know, what kind of things did we, have we helped you with along the way that I, you can think of? So I think the big things are like trying one, trying to get out of that loan debt. That was some of it. Some of it was planning for really planning for the long-term future. I think that was the first time we started doing any of that. So planning for retirement, planning for even the short-term future, planning for new vehicles and those kind of things, planning for kids' college. I think that was something that we didn't really want to do and we ended up doing it and thank God we did, especially with a daughter going to Arizona State. Um, and then um, 
that that was probably the initial stuff that really made a difference for us. Um, and then, you know, as we just gradually gone from there to sometimes planning for fun money and that kind of stuff as we Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's, it's, it's changed, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever we did in the beginning is different mm -hmm. than what we're doing now yeah. because the plan changed, yeah. right? right. You know, in the beginning, you have some plans here, mm -hmm. and as you go along, maybe you accomplish some goals, right. but then other things pop up. Right. I think about the college one because I remember you're yeah. like, you're like, nope, our kids yeah, are going to pay for college. Yep. We don't want to. We want them to be responsible, mm -hmm. and that way they take it more seriously. Yeah. And then later on, I think as the kids were getting old, I mean, and we kind of we kind of waited quite a while before yeah. we did any extra college stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but you're like, okay, I think they can probably handle it. And I want to make sure they aren't yeah. strapped yep. with a whole bunch of debt. So I want to be able to help in mm -hmm. some ways because I think I can instill in them probably that it is a yep. serious thing. And so, yeah. so that changed and that's okay. We just had to change our, right. our approach as we went. Right. So, um, so what, so what benefits have you seen from all of that? Do you think, you know, I mean, having a huge life change with Carrie passing and those kind of things, just knowing that if I would go, my kids would, you know, have something that's there to, to be supportive. Um, but also knowing that, you know, I feel comfortable with what my financial future looks like too. So, if I have to go, you know, uh, you know, can't work anymore or want to retire at a decent age, those kind of things to enjoy it. I, I feel comfortable with that now. So that's probably the, that's probably the best part of it at yeah. this point. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I mm -hmm. hope that that's, you know, people mm -hmm. we help, I hope that we make them more comfortable, right. Mm -hmm. You know, because like what you said, he's like, we didn't know what we don't know. Yeah. Right. And you know, if we can help people more comfortable mm -hmm. and, and get them on the right path, mm -hmm. I think that's a really important. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, so I was just, just making a note. So what, what it, I was looking at the things that we've kind of gone through like the last mm -hmm. 19 years. So like, you know, Kyler was three, Cena was mm -hmm. a baby, you know, so Kyler's, like you said, 22. going on, you know, so he's 22, he's going <laughs> on to pharmacy, uh, school. pharmacy school. Uh, Cena's a junior mm -hmm. and Jack's a junior, junior in, in high, high school, school and yep. Cena's a junior in college. Yep. Um, so we were there helping you, like you were, you were in Creighton working at the hospital there. Yep. You were also doing this uh, other job in, in Omaha on a weekly basis at, yep. at Meridian doing Clinic. Research. Yep. So you're kind of doing two things and then that kind of changed and you went, moved to Omaha. Yep. Right. And so you were doing the Meridian Clinic there and then you were doing telemedicine. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you call telemedicine. it? Telemedicine. But it was, uh, for people, for the, those that don't know, tell, tell what's, what was the telemedicine? So I was um, basically serving as a hospitalist, so taking care of patients in hospitals in small towns in, in Nebraska, Iowa, Missouri, and Kansas, and just covering from home, so doing night shifts, doing that. So Yeah, it was really it was, cool, because yeah. we had to take Reed to the hospital one yeah. time. His, his, I was doing the ER here, asthma, <laughs> Yeah, you were on the ER here, but you yep. were in Omaha. Yeah. And we got there, and we're, and we're like, okay, maybe Brandon will be the, the, the yeah. on-call person, because they bring up a computer screen, mm -hmm. you have the doctor there, and mm -hmm. you can, like, listen. They can, the yep. nurses can listen to you, yep. and then the doctor can And I can hear it. it on the other side, yeah. Uh, but uh, it wasn't you. It, it was wasn't me. one of your yeah. partners the that, that yeah. night. So uh, tell us about the Meridian Clinic a little bit. Um, so Meridian... Um, was is a or was a research um, clinic. So it was started in 1999. I started working with them in residency in 2002, um, and so I served as a principal investigators. Um, and over the years, I've kind of developed a, um, expertise in in vaccine research, but also some dermatology and some other things, um, weight loss, women's health, um, and that was purchased recently by or about a little over a year ago by um, another company. So called Velocity Clinical Research and. Now I, I actually work full time for them, 
um, as a chief physician officer for them. So I, I manage doctors um, around the world, actually. So we have 216 doctors um, in five countries now. Is that so, right? Wow. Yeah. So, or four countries now, uh, soon to be five. Um, yeah. So it's like herding cats. Right. You're like a doctor of doctors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The cat, official cat herder. Really, Chief cat herder. Doctor, doctors are really good at listening and taking instructions, uh, oh yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good at it. Well, I think what's neat about the, the mm. Meridian thing is the whole COVID uh, yeah. thing. You know, yep. you worked with doing the trials to, you know, test all the different yep. COVID vaccines that were coming right. out. Yep. You know, and that was like, you know, it, I mean, it was crucial that yep. that company existed at right. the time that COVID hit because we may not have... You know, yeah, because you guys processed all that information pretty quick, so they could get, oh, yeah. get a vaccine out. Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, and I helped got it. I was fortunate enough to help lead one of the the big trials of one of the companies that got the the um, vaccine out. So that that was really a cool experience, something different. Working with the government with that a little bit, and working with NIH and and some other physicians around the country, getting getting to run that it was just a really cool experience. So yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to share that you can think of? Not a whole lot. Just, you know, plan, you know, the biggest thing I can say is just you never know what's going to happen, so you got to plan for it. So, um, you know, be diverse and, you know, have, have some flexibility with what you're going to do because you just don't know. You know, we weren't planning on, on carry passing at 44, you know, so, um, but we still had some flexibility in there and those kind of things that, that would help protect the kids and help protect me and, and all of that. So I think that's the big thing and, and try to, try to learn, you know, and I wish they would teach us more of this stuff ahead of time. And if you're not, I don't think if you're in business or finance or something, they don't teach you any of that. And I think that should be with maybe something that's taught more in high school and even in college. So instead of taking some of those art classes, I probably would have been better off having finance classes or something, but you didn't have that option, so. But even if you did that, so, so if you would have done that, could you have done, done it on your I own? I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own, no, but it, you'd help understand it a little bit better, so I, I think you could just make a little, I mean, it, it's, I can make informed decisions now, but it's some of it is you know, trial and error is working with you guys and, um, and just kind of trying to learn some stuff on your own, just. So it helped for better yeah, background. Better right? background, yeah. I think, yeah. And, and, I and think, maybe you'd start sooner just because you would, you know, you would take it more seriously too. So, you know, I think when you're young and dumb at, at I was what, 20, 29, probably when I met you, that's the first time I had a job really. Yeah. Um, by through all that schooling, it would have been nice to maybe start doing some of that sooner, even though you're building up debt, you still could have been doing something to try to try to build up your savings and that kind of stuff. You know, when I was in residency, for instance. So, right. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, where do you think you'd be then if you hadn't met me at that time? I don't know. Living on a beach. I'm just no. (laughs) Being on a beach. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I mean, it's hard to know what what the difference would have been. But um, you know, we had kids relatively young too. So you know that, and and we like to travel and do all that stuff. So we just saw that as just money to just go do other things. But probably would have been a little bit more frugal with some of those things. I think at the time, although I wouldn't want to change it. But (laughs) at this point, but you just maybe you would have thought about it more at the time. What do you think some somebody should know um, if they if, if they haven't worked with us and are thinking about mm-hmm. it? What do you think they should know about the process that we go through? Um, 
how it's going to help them out. What do you think they should know? Um, well, that you, I mean, you do a great job of handholding. I mean, that's, that's what we need. I mean, I, if you don't know anything, I mean, that's what I need to be handheld. And that's, I, I don't feel bad about that. That's what I, that's what I'm looking for. Um, and so that, that's been great. And, and working with your team has been amazing. So they're just really easy to get along with and they'll work with my schedule because my schedule is crazy. Obviously had to change today. Um, always last minute changes. Um, and, and that's been great too. So the flexibility has been good. And, you know, even though I'm in Omaha, you come down there, you know, and, and visit too. So it, it's, it's been nice. So yeah. that, that's the part I've really liked the best is the personal touch. Sure. Well, I guess I just want to, you know, thank you for letting me help you over the years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you and Carrie and your whole family. And, um, you know, I wish Carrie was sitting here yeah. with us, you know, that would have been better. But uh, we'll get to see her again someday. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, maybe more importantly, you know, thank you for being my friend. Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. that's no, awesome. I appreciate it. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, I guess I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I have anything else to add. You know, uh, hopefully this kind of sheds some light on, you know, kind of an example of somebody we work with and, and kind of, you know, maybe the impact we've made over the years. And, uh, you know, if you have questions for us, give us a call because I know your situation is not Brandon's situation. Um, but that's, I think that's the neat thing is we want to help people in general, right? You know, whether you're a doctor or whether you are a farmer, you know, no matter where you are in life, you know, and like Brandon, you know, he said he started at 29. He thought, man, maybe that was too late. But maybe you're 49, right? So it's never too late to start. Maybe you're 69, right? It's never too late to start. And, uh, you know, we, we'd love to be there for you. So um, give us a call um, if you have any questions. And if you have questions for Brandon, shoot us an email. I'll pass them along to him. So, uh, but thank you for listening in, guys. This statement is a testimonial by a client of the financial professional as of 1-16-24. The client has not been paid or received any other compensation for making these statements. As a result, the client does not receive any material incentives or benefits for providing the testimonial. To talk financial health between episodes, please email us at firstinoffinancial at lpl.com or give us a call at 402-887-4302. Please visit our website at firstinafinancial.com, spelled F-U-R-S-T-E-N-A-U-F-I-N-A-N-C-I-A-L.com. There you can find more about our team, what we offer, news and articles, and many resources. You can also check us out on Facebook. The opinions voiced in this show podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.